What's up, guys? Tuning into Ronan Radio on a beautiful Tuesday. The sun is hiding a little bit there, but it's been a fantastic morning so far. Couple of things to jam on today, and uh, as per usual, over the last while, I've been starting out with a couple of shout outs. And yeah, these are important to me because this is, this is really the feedback that I'm getting on the podcast. It's again, it's a small thing. It's me with my cheap online mic banging out, but some people are getting some value from it for various different reasons in fitness and health. So, uh, you know, that's that is exactly what makes it all worthwhile. So, first and foremost, the main man, Kenny, giving me a shout out. He's been enjoying the podcast and getting a bit of value from some of the old information to do with like Greg Glassman and the structure of CrossFit. I think a lot of members that would take on the CrossFit program and stuff, you kind of forget that. They wouldn't have been around. I don't know that they know much about the the actual traditional CrossFit evolution. You know, there's a big history to CrossFit and in the sport. And I suppose Greg Glassman himself, the creator. So that was cool to get that uh, feedback from Kenny that he got a lot out of that one. And also shout out to Liam. Liam is a new member. Been bouncing around a couple of gyms over the last couple of years. Got some good CrossFit experience. And Liam has given me some great feedback on the podcast uh, just last night. And really appreciate that. Again, we had great in-depth conversation about different things in life and it turns out Liam is a bit of a communications expert so that made it even more worthwhile to hear that somebody that is involved in communications can appreciate my cheap-ass podcast Um, super exciting day for the podcast today because I have a new intro track one of my homies one of my bros Jack McMahon DJ uh, his DJ name is Dejaculate and recently Last year, uh, he won the Clash of the Titans International Freestyle Scratch Championships. So this is not your your average DJ friend. This this guy is the real deal. And um, I've been at him for a while to try and get me a little bit of a an intro track for the podcast. And we've been bouncing forward and back as to what we wanted. And I was going to create something new and awesome and all that type of stuff. But like a lot of things I do in my life, and we all do in our life, I chose evolution instead. So I was playing that YouTube clip. It was, I think it's from first Fortnite programming thing. And, um, so we basically ran with that, modified it and added some dope ass hip hop beats. And as soon as we get this one over and done with, we're going to get into the podcast. Check it out. Dejaculate. Try and not nod your head to that beat. It's kind of like a bit of a notorious B.I.G. type of feel. Loving it. Absolutely loving it. Shout out to Jack. Thanks a million for that, bro. Really appreciate it. And I will buy you that bottle of uh, Belgian or German beer, whatever you requested, but it's coming your way. 100% my man. So today, today's episode is a, oh, you could talk about this all day, but I definitely decided to pull it back to a little bit more fitness today, a bit more CrossFit, because I know I rant on about different things in life and me and all that type of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's currently a fitness podcast. It's currently a CrossFit related podcast. So we're going to dig deep into programming, workout programming. This is a topic that you know it's super important what what is it what is it what's workout programming so the workout workout programming in a crossfit gym or in, in any sort of fitness is the creation of the workouts so the actual rep schemes and the the movements that you're doing all that type of stuff in the crossfit gym that's programming and different coaches have different methods you know crossfit is the program that we subscribe to and and that's the, the program that we sell but in some respects it's it's the owner's interpretation or the coach's interpretation of CrossFit that gets sold. Um, 
you know, when I, when I started with this whole sandbag thing, Operation Sandbag, and it was literally just some stolen sandbags from Corporation Sand and some sandbags out in a, uh, in a park. I still think that was CrossFit. We were doing thrusters. We were doing like sandbags, snatches. We were doing burpees. We had community. We had AMRAP. We had Tabata. We had rounds for time. We had box jumps on a bench. We had like, I don't know, a percentage of the quote-unquote CrossFit program. If you go to like what CrossFit is, you've got a lot of different guidelines as to, you know, the different facets of fitness that you hit and uh, intensity and there's loads of different uh, keywords that will and, and little sort of buzz sentences that will describe what CrossFit is. But I don't think at any stage is there actually a required list of equipment that you need to use. I don't think it actually says you must snatch or you must do this with a barbell or you must have a kettlebell. It's all kind of, you know, you could argue it, but I think the core of CrossFit, you can still extract a few movements and still have a CrossFit program. So, programming is something that as a member of the crossfit affiliate owners group on facebook and um, kind of ten thousand plus gym owners i know time and time again these conversations come up where you know people are just frustrated struggling different clients are complaining about this and that and they don't get enough of this and you know what should i do will i add this will i take away that and i know for me i've spent years banging my head against the wall trying to create the perfect workouts or the nice balance and you know, there's so many different things involved in it. It's like the, the CrossFit program, then you've, you know, the owner kind of, what do I want to extract from that? What do I not really love too much about it? Um, you know, then you've obviously the members who are like, some people are like hardcore CrossFit. They want the exact sort of CrossFit program, like Snatch, Fran, all of the, the kind of traditional benchmark workouts of CrossFit. And, you know, that's absolutely 100%. That's what you came for was CrossFit. But... So there's a lot of there's a lot of experimenting involved. Like from yeah, different times in different years, I'll do I'll do different things, and then I'll go okay, this will do for this year. Let's kind of try this, and you know, it's never super different. There's always some barbells. There's always like intensity. There's a lot of kind of things across the board. But um, I think really one of the biggest changes would be the the amount of opportunity you're going to give clients to hurt themselves for me that's one of the big things and you know the crossfit program when it's done right when it's done beautifully and when it's scaled correctly it is absolutely uh, fantastic and you can do it for everybody and 90 year olds can do it and all that type of stuff but the thing about human beings is when you come to a success related gym to create some success for yourself you, you're always looking to push and you might not have as much appreciation for the, the perfect movement and you might want that extra bit of weight. And, I'll, and I understand that. And, you know, I suppose one time I was fighting with that and I'm, you're trying to explain it and you're trying to to and fro. And then I kind of realized, oh, what if I just don't do that or just take it away? And, you know, then it maybe became more of a strength and a mech con that might not involve as much high skill. And I kind of pulled say, maybe some of the high skill movements out of it because at that time, that demographic in the gym, that may have suited. You're always going to have people that want different things but if you're looking at maybe as a group you're trying to instill your your core beliefs and what you want uh, as a business owner and uh, like a coach someone that's interested in health and also trying to please your clients and trying to build a solid business so you know i've made a lot of mistakes some of them like what would be a mistake would be you could hear two days later oh man my legs are just absolutely broke up after friday it's like <laughs> It's usually you, you got the oh, coach and, you know, it's sometimes more, more often than not, that's a happy, like jovial thing. We're like laughing, but then sometimes you're like, Ooh, that was, maybe that was a bit of a poor combination because I put like, yeah, the 
big eccentric load of the controlling down squat plus the wall balls at the end or whatever it is it's like hmm, chalk that one up now and never do that one again <laughs> but um you learn and then you kind of experiment all the time and you change one of the things that was always a potential throughout the years as these services started to develop was outsourcing your workout programming so having a company that would subscribe or you subscribe to and they would do your workouts for you always it's always a thing because number one the the crossfit model it was based on like we all started back in the day oh jews started on crossfit.com you upload you hit reload whatever it is and you look at your workout for the day boom there it is three two one go you don't question it you don't modify it, you don't you're just absolutely chuffed to see this awesome workout and a lot of gyms still do it they use the crossfit program crossfit.com and for people that are interested in that maybe are interested in workouts and workout programming and stuff i urge you to go and have a look at crossfit.com's workouts and flick back through them and have a look at some of the the slips the gymnastics stuff the one 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 back squat maybe for the day it's really like most of my members throughout the years that have never really experienced what the CrossFit program as per CrossFit.com looks like because just there's a million of reasons why I just wouldn't put it in there. You know, like for instance, like a one 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 back squat for the day. Yes, you can coach the hell out of it. Yes, you can get a huge warm up and a massive load and all that type of stuff. But at the end of the day, oh, is, it, is is there enough for value for me? I don't know. I like I like to give a lot more and a lot more variance in the program. Now it's a fantastic program, but uh, it never really worked for me. CrossFit.com for for the gym. So the, one of the main reasons I never went with outsourcing the programming was because I basically. There was a part of me that would be, I suppose, you're kind of feeling like you're, you're shortchanging your clients. You're, you're, it seems to be lazy. You know, why would you go and pay somebody else to do workers when all you've done is train yourself as a coach? And you know, there's that kind of thing of like, there's that little relationship between you and client when it's like, oh, that really, that one was just awesome, or that killed me, or whatever. It's like, yeah, you kind of just feel like I don't know, there's that extra bit of spark or something, but. Eventually, when I did start to look at the the outsourcing of, of workouts, it was it was completely fueled by the frustration of trying to create workout programming for the the forward the forecasting year or months or, or cycles or whatever it is, and just being way too busy to actually enjoy the process anymore. It just became very uh, laborious, and when you're when you're when it's laborious and you're also getting negative feedback, it's it's yeah, it just becomes a little bit of a there's, there's better ways to spend your time and you've got six million other jobs to do as a gym owner. So I experimented with it a bit. I went through a couple of different companies. I, you know, dashed them in on my program a little bit, added them. I was finding with a lot of them, I was editing and replacing and taking this out and adding this because it just didn't fit for equipment. And I know I don't like that movement. I don't like that movement. It's not safe. Or, you know, that'll melt my clients' heads, whatever it is. And eventually, a couple of months later, I came across NC Fit, Jason Kalipa, one of the original CrossFit gym owners back in the day, uh, first CrossFit Games champion, um, and he is an absolute beast of a guy, really cool guy, really um, sharp business owner, has like a chain of NC Fit gyms, which are CrossFit affiliates, most of them are CrossFit affiliates, and he has a team working full-time of extremely experienced, extremely qualified CrossFit uh, coaches and with different kind of people that are involved in this workout programming service. So I've now moved into paying for that service and using their workouts 99, 95% plus on the time. Gave it a trial run, took some feedback, 
um, and stayed with it. Yeah, I've been absolutely loving it. It's it's brought back the kind of variance of the CrossFit.com type of thing for me. Like, uh, there's not as much restriction on movements, stuff that I I would restrict naturally. Like, I don't know, like muscle up skill days or heavy snatching and stuff like that that I might have kind of shied away from a little bit for safety reasons for the general population. And now that's coming back in again and there's a lot of it and it's been going fine. Nobody's getting hurt. Um, and just you're having that battle with scaling, trying to get people to reduce loads a bit more here and there. But that's, you're just going to have that anyway. Uh, took some feedback the other day on workouts and I'll be addressing it. I need to do a little video just to address that for the guys, for the members. But again, you know, what it, what it boils down to really is it's like in a restaurant, I gave them all a different, uh, the same plate of food. And I was like, what do you guys think? And one person thinks the flavor is a little bit off and one person thinks it's too much salt and one person thinks it, it's just, that's just the way it is. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing in the comments for me that actually, um, I, I, that I would think a majority of the members would think or anything like that. So there's nothing that's alarming. One of, actually, one of the things, that, and again, I'll address this in the video, was maybe that some of the warm-ups were a little bit um, long. But when you go into this method of this GPP method, general physical preparedness method, which is kind of that variety and that randomness, um, you we do kind of say a class where you have one workout and nothing else. So it's not a strength piece and a workout piece. It's actually just a workout piece. And then when you're doing the warm-ups for that, you have to kind of prepare. You have to add some skills. You have to do all this. And, and that can take like 20, 25 minutes and stuff. And in some ways it all comes back to what you're used to so if you're used to a strength in the metcon you're used to that double whammy of work and a lot of the guys would be used to strength in the metcon there so no matter what way you replace that i know some gyms that do an excellent job of just doing one workout only in the day like the crossfit.com programming and the way they fill that other time is by coaching the basics absolutely hammering the basics which can melt people's heads as well or doing a lot of warm-up skills transition some stuff that might seem a little bit kind of I don't know, quote unquote lame, where you just like you just want to get stuck into something heavy and fast. But you know, overall, it, it's been a trade-off for me in that, like, yes, the heavy snatching is back. The Isabel with the 3RM before it was there, um, which is kind of a high skill movement with a lot of load. Uh, but then there's days where there's there's not a huge amount of load. Like the double arm wraps yesterday, okay, it was shoulder heavy and stuff, but it's not like from a nervous system point of view, it's not absolutely hammering people into the ground. So the the amount of give and take that's involved in this program, I'm I'm loving it and I'm trusting in the fact that these this staff of five people that are paid full time to create this program are creating it for a multi million chain of successful CrossFit affiliates around the world, and we are using that same thing. So they they are putting the the meetings, the strategy, the warm ups, all this stuff, the time that they're putting into that is just something that I just literally cannot do. And when I kind of, when I agreed to, to take that on and then just make that decision, it made my life a lot better in that I could maybe move to then helping clients with service or, you know, making the gym a little bit better or making some moves and getting new equipment and, you know, the structure and, and dealing with new clients and all that type of stuff. It makes, it makes room for a better gym in general, you know? So the, the big difference in the CrossFit program and, type of thing is most some gyms will do a strength and a metcon every day and then some gyms don't the big influences in crossfit program come from say ben bergeron one of the the bigger crossfit coaches in the world and uh, he has some games athletes and stuff his whole sort of belief is you know a lot more conditioning it's a lot more about conditioning work because 
um, the general pop client needs that conditioning, needs that heart rate, needs that cardiovascular sort of training, needs that aerobic fitness, all that. Now, it's not an aerobic, it, it, it is CrossFit, but it's it, that's his shtick. Maybe a little bit less heavy, high volume in the day of training for for. Uh, for general population clients, so less strength. Then you have other types of programming or people that want to do training that would just completely value strength highly, more so than anything else, with like a little bit of a spice of conditioning on top. No, strength is everything, joint health, bone health, all of that type of stuff. And do you know, who do I agree with? Yes, I agree with everyone because they're all right in some way, shape, or form, but extracting, completely extracting one thing for the other can, you know, you just miss out on stuff that maybe maybe you could do or should do throughout so you know where i'm at now all the years later after having done many many successful and failed experiments around workout programming is i'm happy to have passed the torch to some of the best in the world that are that are now running the rowing program i'm really happy about that and it's given us the coaches a chance to really sort of work together and create more congruency across the classes with the exact stimulus the timelines all of the workouts everything is getting a lot more slick across the board which has been really working out well myself and we're looking at now maybe just modifying the workouts a little bit or the warm-ups a little bit because of the feedback you know we're kind of looking seeing could maybe could we add more value here if we change this to this but generally as a whole the the workout program has been working out fantastic for me as a gym owner will i go back from it absolutely at some stage i'll probably shift back to something else but you know, from a personal perspective, the biggest thing about workout programming is the fact that you've got a couple of hundred people in a room and some of them are all about losing some body fat. Some of them are all about getting jacked and muscular. Some of them are all about becoming a really strong athlete and want to move really heavyweight. Some people are into performance. They want to perform really well for another sport or they want to get better at the CrossFit sport. Some people are big into the skill development side of things. They want to really get a, a muscle up or a handstand and really that's all that motivates them. Then generally, everybody wants to be motivated. They want to have some goddamn fun and they want to be successful in the program. So with all of those things taken into perspective, you're going to have a few people that will be disappointed on some days and all that. It's just, it's it's a basic fact. You cannot get away from that fact. But, you know, if it's, it's when it's when it's screaming when the message is screaming back at you and you can feel the pressure as an owner you know you're like okay there's, there's maybe a bit of a shift here in this demographic that i have where i need to kind of help facilitate to that so i don't know how this whole thing sounded and i don't know if i got a little bit too sciencey throwing a few names around and stuff but I, I have definitely aimed to keep this simple for any of the clients that would like to listen and maybe anyone that's thinking about starting crossfit or does crossfit you know at the end of the day it's constantly varied high intensity functional movements so what that means is you know you're keeping it different every day you're not coming into the gym and getting bored you're not doing like heavily like linear progression where you go to the gym and add two kilos every day. i like all that stuff it's very effective and stuff but with crossfit it's it's putting the cross in crossfit it's kind of doing you know this that and the other and we're doing pull-ups today and we're doing strength tomorrow and all that you know it, it was super varied when i started it felt super varied and now all these years later like i've said in another podcast it's you know it's missing from day to day i think the outdoor aspect you know do you, do you run trails because if not you're missing out on huge fitness do you swim do you jump in the sea like a nut job every day for a month and try and get some money for charity Um, yeah there's loads of different facets of, fit, facets of fitness missing and that's what i'm always big on you know, when the, any of the guys are talking to me about, they're doing a bit of rock climbing. I love it. You're doing a bit of sea swimming. Absolutely love it. Out playing your sports. Love it. Like, you know, combine all that with your CrossFit training because even though CrossFit is super varied, 
it's there's still repetitiveness within that program and, and from a, a physiological point of view and from a progress point of view you know so yeah i'll wrap it up on that one guys thank you so much for listening today and i'm doing i'm trying my best at these podcasts to keep consistent and hopefully i'm not talking too fast and i'm not talking a little bit of drivel but again this is this is back into the fitness side of things today i had loads of different reasons things that i wanted to talk about around the mental side of it and stoicism and loads of different things in my mind because that's that's the stuff that kind of I don't know. I like talking about, but I might even split the fitness podcast and do my own rant because at the end of the day, CrossFitters like CrossFit and that's what we're here to talk about today. So have a beautiful day, guys. It's absolutely wonderful out there. Uh, Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Sneeze into your elbow. Peace.